Maybe he was just a pawn in their grand space science experiment, but one thing Kyle Sandin knew for sure was he was the only human being on this desolate planet. He looked to the sky, took notice of the two moons in orbit, and thought to himself, This must be where they filmed the moon landing. Beyond him, a sound emerged, a sound that can only be described as wet and jiggly. Oh, sorry. Sorry, that's just me. A run. I'm like jello. <laughs> so you wouldn't pull in your pud? Only in space. Yeah. <laughs> the voice belonged to a fellow space traveler, Hunter Sealock. There were now two people on this desolate planet. They began to scavenge for food. They found a downed beast resembling a massive jackrabbit back on their home planet. They built a fire, put the rabbit on a spit, and began to roast it. Uh, um, I'm not a rabbit. I don't resemble a jackrabbit. If anything, it would be probably like a bear. Like a mix between a bear and an eagle. It all goes down the same. Can you go back and say it? Say um, it as if I was a bear and an eagle? Sh- sure, sure. They, they found a downed beast resembling an otter. A gay <laughs> otter. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, man. Fuck you. <laughs> Why has got to be a furry? Why can't you introduce me first one time? Huh? Huh? Why don't I have Lunchables on my fucking rider? Huh? Tired of this shit. Almonds? Almonds? I don't want almonds. I want pecans and cashews. I don't want to be a jackrabbit. I don't want to be a bear eagle. You're an otter that's actually a furry named Brooks Nickel. Um, and you're listening to What's in the Box, the Xbox News Reviews, Theories and Conspiracies podcast. I'm your co-host, Josh Hutton. Tonight on the show, we're reviewing Journey to the Savage Planet. But first, a bit of news. Hunter, yeah. one of the weirdest fucking gaming stories that's come out this year is the review of a shitty fucking yeah. Switch game um, that is marred in... Um, some backdoor dealings and some weird shit. Why don't you tell us all about it? So yeah, Cooking Mama is a game series that has a handful of games. This is one of it was they're going to release it on the Switch. It's going to be one of the first on console since I think they did one on the Wii, but the rest of them were on handheld. Made by Office Create, Japanese company, and they the publisher is going to be Planet Entertainment who farmed out the create the actual making of the game to First Playable, a New York studio who did a very poor job on it, at least not up to the standards of Office Create. So Office Create decided not to release the game, and Planet Entertainment said, fuck you, we're releasing it anyways, which oh, they did. Oh, no, they didn't. there's going to be a legal battle. Yep, they just released it anyways, because fuck you. Yeah, the motherfuckers wilding. They're wilding out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's that's really the main part of the story. The, the other weird part that I don't really understand where it fits in is there is going to be some kind of Bitcoin or, God damn it, cryptocurrency mining in the background of the game. Yeah. Don't know how it was supposed to work or what. It's, it's not in there, allegedly, apparently. Allegedly. Anymore. But they were, that was one of the ideas. I guess they were running through. Yeah. <laughs> they were running through. To brainstorming ideas, I guess, in the development phase, and there's like screenshots of a Discord chat yeah. uh, where they were talking about uh, they were talking about that. So it almost sounds like they were gonna. If you download the game, yeah. it's gonna like put malware on but your it's, system. It's off. Like, uh, they put it up. Yeah, they, the publishers just put it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the 
the publisher had a press release or something where it said that they were a blockchain-powered video game publisher, and then its first portfolio game would be Cooking Mama Cook Star, and that they were talking about we're using blockchain to add new innovative gameplay that investors can now have equity in, and putting aspects of Cookie Mama on chain, blah, 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 blah. So the developers said, hey, we never knew anything about this. <laughs> but the publisher is like, that was something they were really willing yeah. to put into it. And so, yeah, they're saying it wasn't in the final version, but a lot of people aren't so sure. Oh, okay. No, that's, diff- that's different than mining. I'd have to go dive into that one. That sounds quirky. Yeah, so super weird to have all of those type of rumors and allegations flying around for some very kind of small scale indie game. They're they're trying to create high high hype yeah. all this <laughs> yeah for press or something. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, probably, probably. It's like 2017. Uh, well, Let's throw blockchain in there and the yeah, yeah. people will start reading about it. <laughs> you might not be wrong. Uh, well, let's roll on here. Kyle, uh, Borderlands 3 had a pretty big update this week. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, they did? I okay. don't think it's that maybe, big of a deal. <laughs> maybe somebody else did. You know what no. I mean. No. no. Okay. Okay. I'm kidding. Um, Yep, they get a it's a new limited time event and a mayhem mode overhaul. The <clears throat> if I'm reading this correct, the event is uh, the oh my god, I just spaced the Revenge of the Cartels. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that actually looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. Doesn't look like it's gonna you know my playthrough once and oh, okay that was fun and then probably never played again but. Uh, it's pretty cool. It looks like there was a gun that shoots burgers, so I'd, I'd like to try to get that and try it out. I'm sorry, it shoots what? <laughs> Hamburgers is what it looks like. Cheeseburger. Is it cheeseburgers? Oh, there's cheese no, on just, it. Oh, probably does oh, extra I, damage. I thought you said. I was just doing the trailer park moist. Oh, okay. Sounds like that blue cheese. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I could see Rain. Shoot me with the gun. I'm ready for more cheeseburgers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought you said yeah. birds for a minute, which would be no. equally entertaining. No, there was something. Firing little like peaties at them. Chicken legs, it looks like one gun was shooting out. I don't know. I didn't pause it but to look at them. The cartel does flip birds. Oh. Yes. Oh, that's Bossy. right. Mm-hmm. Lots of birds. Be slinging them birds. I do that every now and then. Slinging them birds. <laughs> <laughs> Licking ice cream. Back. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna pictures have of his feet on the internet. Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. No, there's that, and then there is a mayhem update, which adds 25 new modifiers that range from more challenging. For example, a drone ranger that gives enemies a healing drone, and but it ranges from easy, medium, hard, very hard, for about 10 difficulty levels. Wow. Ooh yeah! Good lord, that's what yeah, I need. Crank, in my it, life. crank it to just, ten. Yeah, just because <laughs> mayhem wasn't shitty enough for some of the <laughs> recreational players. <laughs> yeah, I. That's one Ugh. thing that's like always irritating to Christ. me. It's just like when just difficulty scaling is like trumped up as content. I don't know. Right? <laughs> yeah, like man, let yeah, some of the peons okay. get this cool, like awesome. 
damaging loot without having to. Yeah. I would rather have a challenging new activity versus overhauling the game where I can play the whole game that I've already played multiple times. Yeah. It'd be harder. I've seen the, the content. God. Um. On another note, their DLC, what was it, the Guns, oh, yeah. Blood, Glo- Grass, Guns, Ass, gay, gay, gay Marriage, yeah, Grass and Ass. <laughs> Guns, Grass and Ass, <laughs> brother. <laughs> A fluid transition from shooting people to getting married, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's pretty fun uh, so far. I've, I haven't beat it yet. I think uh, Hutton has, but uh, so far it seems a lot better than the first one. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the story is a little better. Um, surrounds like two people that are in love, that they were like researchers and stuff, and they kind of stumbled upon this little dark talisman type thing. And mm-hmm. um, the so they're trying to, to preserve their, their love forever. And while that's happening, uh, Wainwright and mm-hmm. um, what's his love don't cost a thing. Yeah, oh, it's Jacob's Wainwright and. Uh, Fucking Christ! Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Yep, Christ is in the there. Hunter, mm-hmm. that's him. Uh, yeah, the hunter, Jesus Christ, Mordecai, <laughs> uh, Hammerlock, Hammerlock. Yes, Jesus Christ, Mordecai, Hammerlock, the hunter. Yep, exactly. <laughs> you can take that <laughs> to the bank. <laughs> his love don't we... cost a thing, and he is also a character in this DLC. <laughs> Uh, we, we're video game experts. We should have a podcast. Um, we just so, went through all the Game Pass games. I can't keep up with all these names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so you're you're battling these one people. There's like this cultist thing happening, all this stuff. But you also have the marriage between uh, Wainwright and Hammerlock, and it's um, they have tentacles. That's part there, of the name. I remember now. Yeah, it's guns, love, and tentacles. That's what it is, yeah. Um, and I, I, I think, like, I feel like maybe you shouldn't really have to say this at this point, but one thing I, I said to you, Kyle, is I appreciated the mm-hmm. fact that you have a storyline that surrounds two men getting married, and they just act like it's normal. Like, they didn't make it like a yeah, medical statement. Nice. They didn't make it like uh, over uh, overly satirical. Yeah, yeah, they didn't exactly. make fun of it. Mm-hmm. They didn't, it was no. just two people in love, and boom, that was it. And that was like, surprisingly tasteful for board games. It was. It was very well done. <laughs> it's, just, it was, it's rare as fuck. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, it, I thought Wait, they did everybody making a statement on everything. Especially for a game with tanks in it. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's why then. They've already made their statement. Yeah, exactly. They've chosen yeah, their hill to die on. on this one. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed the story a lot. I thought, I thought it was some of the best story content they've done in, in a long time, probably since Borderlands 2. And then the uh, there's some really fun boss mechanics that were new that I hadn't seen them do before. Some cool kind of like platforming in the middle of a, one particular boss fight. It was oh, that's right. I, is I that mean, the first one? Where you I think it's the first the, major. The rocks. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. cool. I liked that. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little change of pace. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I thought that DLC was super good. Um we will ramble on here. Um, Brooks, you're a pretty big wrestling fan, right? Hell yeah, brother. I got to <laughs> fucking pin up a Hulk Hogan in my bedroom. Uh-huh. I got to pin up a Hulk Hogan in the cab of my truck. Uh-huh. I got a Hulk Hogan vinyl on the back of my windshield. Sure. The back glass, uh-huh. you know. And right uh-huh. next to it, I've got a guns, grass, and ass sticker. 
So I, you, I'm ready to talk about it. Do you have <laughs> brother tattooed on the, the nape of your neck down there? Nope, Kyle, it runs right above my ass crack. I believe they call it a trans <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Lord. I wear my shirts pretty short so that it rides rides up a little bit when I bend over and people see it. I don't think that's how you treat a brother. And you you have another tattoo, too, the the R.I.P. Ric Flair on your heart, right? Yeah, right over my yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> and then another right one from Macho Man on the other, <laughs> on the right back. <laughs> On my other heart, yeah. Got one over each heart. Just a tapestry of dead heroes. (laughs) Damn straight, brother. He's got an angel on his back and under the wings. It's got the names of all the famous wrestlers. Can Sergeant Slaughter and the Watt. Yeah. (sighs) (sighs) R.I.P. I'm very I can't wait till we progress to the point where they can tattoo digital moving oh, things hell yeah. on you because then I'm just going to Hulk Hogan sex tape. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, right oh. above my belly button. No, you should do that or that like that Vince McMahon uh, meme where it goes down and just like leaning back in the chair, and then after that it's your penis yeah. or something. <laughs> so that's that- oh. <laughs> <It's> McMahon. <laughs> yeah. <Mac-a-hone>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, anyways, grab your favorite uh, antidepressant or way that you. <laughs> Kill the pain, climb into the ring, repeatedly try to climb into the ring, watch your character model flip around the ropes, fall to the ground, and general non-response from your button inputs whatsoever. Are you playing WWE 2K21? No, you're stuck in 2020, because 2K21 will not be released. No! Womp, womp, womp. Uh, that's for the RP list. Because 2020 was a fucking banger. <laughs> yeah, and it's a little like Y2K-esque bug at the beginning of this year. It's just had a lot of wonderful things happen to it. Mm. This is huge, though. I mean, it's the first time they haven't done one God. Forever. 2K20 got a fucking 2 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh. two, out of, 2 out of 10. <laughs> from from GameSpot. GameSpot doesn't give I, people like below an 8. Ever. I thought they were skipping years. I didn't know they were making every year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Need one every year with the God. new people. Yeah. Yeah, because there's so so many new fans every year. Yeah. And there, Kyle. There are. <laughs> Largest. I, pro- I promise you. Just growing sport in the nation. I don't know about that. Somebody. But I know it was said. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> End of story. So, uh, um, hold on, hold on, hold on. I hold mean, on. oh, damn, so sad. Uh, uh, just all the sadness. So, 2K20 was the first WWE game developed entirely by Visual Concepts, which also produces uh, their NBA franchise, the 2K series. Um, and it was previous deve- previously developed by the Japanese studio Yuke's. Which is okay. probably not yeah, how you yeah. say that. Uh, all of Yukes. 
they became <laughs> frustrated with its working <laughs> with their working relationship. God, <laughs> with a uh, 2K, um, according to VGC, so they're now developing a wrestling game of, of their own to rival WWE. Well, they said 2K, <laughs> which doesn't seem like it'll be hard. We're gonna get a three since they're not making it. Fuck you. Another, yeah, um, but I don't think like the game was you know too horrible until 2K20 was it? I didn't play a lot of the wrestling games, but I mean it wasn't. Um. Just like functionally, I would. Yeah, they were, they were all pretty pretty decent. Um, yeah. I think the last couple, like twenty eighteen and nineteen, were not held up quite as high as the. Like I think like thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen were all seen as pretty good, um, pretty solid games. Well, I was gonna, I've never played one of these WWE games ever, and there's been a billion of them. I was like, God damn, this looks amazing. Like, it's always choppy. All of the, I don't know what it is. It has to be something about the format of what they're trying to do because I've never seen any any of them done well. Like, they, you, there was the UFC games there for a bit, right? And they were yeah. good. Like they weren't glitchy or anything. The movement was smooth and the hit registration was good. Like, that kind of, kind of fighting game can be done. I haven't ever seen a WWE game. It wasn't just completely glitchy as a motherfucker. Yeah. I don't know, man. I had one on the PlayStation 1 that was pretty fucking gangster. And you should, like, probably, you should probably play that again and, and see if it's as gangster yeah. as you think it is. I bet yeah. it is. I come at you with the steel chair about this one. I I played the shit out of WCW on the 64, but I guarantee if I put that in right now, I'd have a fucking seizure. Yeah, yeah it's just it's pretty bad. I, uh... I was curious because you said Ukes, and I was like, man, I, I feel like I've seen their name. So they've been making wrestling games since 95, and they did a lot of those older ones too. They did WWF SmackDown in 2000. They did WWE WrestleMania 18 in 2002. They did – I mean, they've, they're the ones who have done this game forever This under different oh. publishers, but they've been the ones who've developed all of the main entries essentially. And so to lose them – and then to have 2K20 be just a colossal piece of shit. Because um, I, I, I did Get, like some of these. Because I think it was okay. 2K13 that had Stone Cold Steve Austin on it. That one was pretty fun. I played that oh, one. Oh shit, I don't remember. 2K, a lot of those 2K games are hit and miss for me. Sure. Some of them I'll play and it's it works, wait, it works great. But then other ones are just completely wrecked with just visual glitches. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't oh, understand yeah, yeah. any of the sports game. One of my favorite sports games was a 2K. It was probably 2K2 NFL. And that was just because you could hack the game, basically. You could kick on sides, and you could get it every time because it just didn't go 10 yards. <laughs> but it counted it as 10 yards. You ran it back, and you could score like 400 points in a game. Hell and so yeah. I did that like 100 times. But that's my only memory of 2K. Games, enjoying it, and I had to break the game. Really love yeah. the shit out. I, I like their but, football games too. I, I liked. I, I think they were felt like a nice kind of. I mean, that's not very realistic, but for the most part, they were a right. Yeah, less arcadey than than Madden. Um, Work and super arcadey. I mean, this was at the time of Madden and like Blitz yeah. was out. Yeah. But I, I think 2K did get a deal with the NFL. They're going to do – I think they have to do like some sort of like more like a dynasty or management sim type game. 
Oh, cool. I think Madden has exclusive rights to the like actual gameplay. EA has, yeah, and Madden have exclusive rights to playing as players on the field, the normal simulator experience. But um, yeah, sounds uh-huh. like they'll be back in the NFL game. Um, okay, we'll, we'll roll on here. Um, so Microsoft um, will soon unveil Xbox Series X games. So what their launch lineup will look like and all that stuff. Sounds like it will be early May when this information drops. Um, the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, tweeted out that Phil, Phil, he so they've Phil, been Phil. kind of doing this really intentional like trickle campaign of information. Beginning, I mean, you could say at E3 and stuff, but really when they unveiled what the Xbox would look like, some of the specs in December at the Game Awards. Since that time, you know, then they've shown controller off in depth. They've shown you know, more of its features and things like that. So they're, they're trying to just kind of trickle it out little by little, but I think we're going to start to see the really big stuff, which is what we've been waiting for gameplay. What's the launch lineup look like? All of that should be really soon. This isn't like a huge news story by any means, but it's more of like a little, a little sizzle for uh, in the near future, we should be able to discuss these in depth and, and look at the launch lineup, which would be awesome. I'm think, stoked. Yeah. I think Halo Infinite right now is the only confirmed, launch title but i'm sure there will be more so would uh i would say i'm what, saving Halo? my stimulus check for the xbox series x but uh i haven't gotten it yet for one and i'm gonna have to pay it back to the government and taxes for newsies <laughs> uh, <laughs> saw Thanks. an email today they're gonna get it all they're gonna get it all pretty well that's damn that's fun i have to get a thanks, second job i know thanks i don't get it josh because like Otter doesn't even have wings. You know what I mean? Like an eagle has wings, so mm-hmm. I don't get like how you come up with an otter. Are you saying you have wings? You're an eagle? Yeah, I'm like a mix between an eagle and a bear. Well, in your scenario. I didn't you were, say you were I, I said you were a jackrabbit, is what Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not a jackrabbit. A I'm a Yeah, if I was a furry, it would be like a mix between an eagle and a bear. There's like, no such have, like, thing. You you'd have to pick a lane, bud. And I don't okay. know, you can be an eagle that's a furry. So you're going to bottle me that's up? A, that's a feathery. You're going to fucking <laughs> you're gonna bottle me up here what I can be? Like, no, my bottom half has fur. It's like a bear. Top half is like an eagle. Um, Jeez. You really the Mayans used to do this shit now. all the time. Yeah, the well, I mean, just... I don't know. What happened to the Mayans? Bro? Write more accurate shit, huh? dude. Write what more accurate intros. Get better. Bear-eagle hybrids. accurate, bro. Just write, just if take you the things want... you actually know about me and put them into the characteristics of the character you have in mind. You're writing for me for episode, right. right? And get some lunchables on my fucking writer. Okay, 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 Brooks. Mm-hmm. You, it's my name. You were sexy. You're a strong female. Um, your whole future is ahead of you, and I know you very well, but sometimes, you know, you get the blinders up, and I'm trying to give you some some third-party perspective, and, and you're you're a bit of a jackrabbit, okay? Oh, You're not okay. a bear eagle. Well, you've made me feel so down and sad that I think I'll just use my jackrabbit-like legs to jump out of the atmosphere and onto another planet, maybe a savage planet, and oh, maybe no. it'll be a journey. Oh, oh, he's not a savage. Oh. I love that jackrabbit. Oh, look, look at, at that me. Segue, though. Yeah, the king's back. I'm on top, baby. 
I'm here to stay. <laughs> Hit me up. Venmo account is Nichols Pickles Startup. Come on, donate. Let's get a yeah, I uh, told my mom about your startup, and she was less impressed cool. than I was. Very cool. <laughs> cool move. Cool move. Did not go over as well as I thought it would. Never get invited. You're never getting invited to Thanksgiving dinner at the Sea Locks. So, Bricks, you and I played this one together a bit. Um, This is a survival game. It's recently added to Game Pass. It launched earlier this year. And um, what did you think of just the the opening of the game? As you're you're coming Uh, to the planet. It's a... it's fun, great. It's awesome. Yeah, I uh, I played a good chunk more with Jay the other night too, but uh, cool. not. It's 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 funny as shit. It's it it's great. Uh, all of it is kind of done with kind of satire I, and tongue. Yeah, it's it, it. Yeah, but it's a type of humor that I enjoy. Um, yeah, yeah. But no, it's cool. You're you're a pioneer. Like, like Borderlands humor. Not, not really. Kind it's of a little like a bit. PG thirteen version of that, but it's it's a little more subtle. I would say too. It's not quite as. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the, I can the get premise, on board with that. The premise of it is just that you're you're a pioneer, and you've elected to go on you know an expedition to from planets, and research them and try to create fuel and your ship's equipped with a 3d printer. Um, and so you can play it, you know, single player co-op and, uh, it's a blast. <laughs> it's pretty good. The humor's there. It's done in these like eighties commercials. Um, every once in a while, when you come back to your ship, you'll have a new commercial that plays. And, uh, it, it's like a futuristic take on that time period, uh, yeah. which is kind of neat, but you're on a completely different planet. So you're getting all this cartoony, um, characters and funny little uh, monsters running around and cool boss battles and stuff and strange plants and ways to, you know, progress and upgrade and travel through the environments. But then you're coming back to your ship and, you know, you got these hilarious ass infomercials that are like, meat buddy, just pop them in the dehydrator for 14 hours and, you know, voila. Uh, so it's, it's, it's done well. Um, I'm, it's one I'm going to definitely finish. Uh, I wish I had. I had put more hours into it before um, we talked about it, but I had plenty of time to do that and just neglected to do so. So that's on me. Um, but no, it's great. It's it's really cool. Josh, what did you think about just the humor of it or, you know, how it opened up uh, the setting, all that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I enjoyed the humor. I, I thought it was done really well because you, you have those commercials and stuff. And then you also have like some of the, just the voice lines of kind of your assistant are like, nice little digs as you find new um, materials from plants and stuff that you can use. And I, I think the, the color palette is super cool. Oh it's yeah, for bright, sure. It's beautiful. Lots of like light greens and purples and, and stuff like that. Just, just look oranges. Really oh, the oranges, mm. not the fruit, but the color, yeah. the color <laughs> orange, the color purple. Let's talk about the color purple and the impact that, that Alice that, Walker that was a book novel, had on novel, yeah, African American culture in, in the United States mm-hmm. of America. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it uh, it is visually stunning. Uh, not stunning. Stunning is not the right word. Uh, it, but it looks good. It, it has its own identity. 
the creatures are all kind of like gushy and silly looking, googly eyed. Ah, uh, there's these little fucking lizards that look like chickens, and they have like three heads. And when you run up to them, they get scared and they run off, and they're like, Aah! and they just constantly fucking screech. And then you shoot them, and they turn into two little lizards with less heads, and then they run and they scream at a higher pitch tone, so then you have more screaming. And then if you shoot those, they turn into three little lizards, and they run and they scream at an even higher pitch tone, so there are points in the game where there are a bunch of these lizards around you, and they're just kind of running past, and you'll hear them, and they'll, you know, it's, it's like a car pass on the freeway. They'll be kind of faint, and then loud, and then faint again. It's it's, it's good. It's, it's, it's done well. It's an adventure the whole time. It doesn't really hasn't particularly gotten stale at any point that I've played it. Um, yeah, that was one thing know, I, I liked think, is, you know, because those survival games so often are like, you have so many side quests and things going on, or you have to explore so many different areas, and it's so open that it's just overwhelming, and you end up being like, I can't play this. But this game's really focused on, like, what your next step is. Um, and, and more of the openness is kind of like the upgrade pads you take on your equipment. Yeah. Um, but the it's more on rails than most survival games, which I, I enjoyed. It's kind of nice break from the the usual survival formula so when you've got like five or six games in your rotation or other games you need to get yes. to it's there's another one that's so open-ended like no man's sky i'll never play it i'll never yeah. get to it i don't have the fucking time to start but something that's like you said it's a little bit more on the rails i'm, I'm more likely to pick up and run through yeah, and, and it, it makes it pretty easy there's an element of a mystery you know the planets you're going to are supposed to be uninhabited by any quote on intelligent life. And when you get to your planet, you realize that uh, there's like this giant man-made structure on it and all these other things are, are seem to be going on. And so it, it drives you forward and it tells you where to go and what to do. Um, but the exploration and traversal still feels pretty open uh, when you're discovering it until it gets to the point where you would be running back through a lot of stuff. And then you un unlock a, uh, there are, you don't typically technically unlock it, but there are like portals that you find and activate that allow you to fast travel to different areas, uh, which makes it, you know, it's not as task oriented because you just go to the area you need to go to. Um, I like how the, the humor behind, like when you die, um, the first time that you die in the game, you, and Josh, you might've missed this since you jumped in on mine, but the first time you die in the game, you drop your stuff and it's explained to you that they just print a new body for you yeah. back, at, back at the ship. And so when you go back to the area where you died, your body's like laying there and all your, uh, all the, you know, carbon and everything that you've harvested and picked up is in a box next to you. But uh, the character, you know, is like, try not to freak out about your, or have an existential crisis here. And uh, you're like staring <laughs> at your crumpled up dead body. So it's it's neat um, how they do it. You can go back and get your stuff, your elements that you've dropped. 3D printer on your ship. Um, moving on to like the upgrade system allows you to you know upgrade your weapon and and create different things that you need. I haven't gotten off the first planet yet, but your current mission is to find a fuel source and a way to repair your ship. Um, so I don't know honestly if it goes further than that or not. But you're going around, you're finding, uh, you know, you get different elements from different uh, little mob enemies you kill or different bosses and there are veins of different minerals that are around. You just hit them and you collect it. And it's not, it's not a real task to collect the stuff. Um, so again, it doesn't feel super grindy. You, you uh, go through your upgrades pretty quick. Um, but it does, you know, 
push you forward for like a sense of exploration. Uh, you'll find this like orange goo that you can eat in different areas. I think they're like, I can't remember what it was like 50 of them um, on the, on the planet. It gives you a little counter when you, each time you get one and they upgrade your health and stamina. Um, so you're always wanting to find those or secret areas uh, and the environment when you are exploring it is, is pretty interesting too. And Josh and I were first playing, I walked out on this like cracked looking ice lake thing and Josh was behind me and he was standing on the, on the little rim around it. And he fired out at my feet and it busted and I fell like through into this like canyon area. And he's like laughing like, Oh, I just wanted to see if it you know, would do it. I'm like, yeah, well, if I did, uh, you know, just, here's a Josh moment, but just little stuff like that. Um, <laughs> or, or like when we climbed the top of that mountain that took like 15 minutes and I threw that uh, at your feet and then you flew off the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It's something like that. Just, just Josh like, shit. Just Josh shit. Uh, yeah. There are things that you can pick up uh, off of certain plants um, and you can upgrade your suit where you can store them and carry them sometimes as well. Sometimes I'll have timers like there's an, ac- an acid plant where you can uh, pick up some goop that you'll need to throw on stuff and a bomb plant that'll you know has little pods that blow up and um this little things you can throw at the ground that make little bouncy pads and stuff so there's a lot of neat gameplay to it um the combats um, josh you want to talk about the combat a little bit what what did you think about it because I, I enjoyed it i mean it wasn't anything to yeah. write home about but it was interesting in its own way yeah yeah it's fine i mean it you so as you upgrade the weapon you get kind of different you do like these charged attacks that require you to like hit a reload at a precise moment, kind of like gears. Um, and you get other upgrades to the weapon itself. And I, I liked how those, those plant things that you would pick up started to change it as well. I, I liked the grapple pods or whatever. I thought that was really cool. Once you had the grappling hook and you get in fights where you had to get to different areas and stuff. And so while you're fighting, you're also throwing these pods and then hooking to them and jumping and, the mix of all that stuff was cool. I that that first boss fight we ran into, I thought was really awesome. Like I didn't even really expect the game to have boss fights because it seemed pretty low key. Uh, and then all of a sudden we had this major encounter um, that required you to to move quite a bit while you're fighting him and stuff. And um, I'd say it's satisfying. It, it, it's it's kind of floaty feeling. It's not like oh man, the guns feel really good or blah blah blah. It's it's just serviceable on that front but it's the world around it the context that it puts you in i think makes the combat way more satisfying than it, it might technically be um so I, I think it works yeah I, I know you guys haven't finished it obviously but if you had to guess how many hours worth of gameplay is it you have can you uh, i don't guess, I guess accurately? Super long. yeah yeah my guess would be um no no fucking idea I think I feel like I read somewhere it's under twenty. Like I think it's like a fifteen-hour okay. game or so. Something like that. I could I could get into. I don't have time yeah. for any more than that. Because I've been sucked back into an unnamed game, yeah. an unnamed person. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, according to Typhoon Studios, Journey to Savage Planet was designed to be relatively quick experience with an estimated twelve-hour runtime. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's that's reasonable. I've come to the I've 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 come to the conclusion that if I can get ten hours out of a game, I'm okay spending money on it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, uh, yeah, that's how Josh feels about women. Oh, uh, uh, is that was that good? 
Is that a good? Very good. Yeah. Is that a good burn, you guys. Cool. Good burn, bud. So do I, do I keep that in my stand-up routine, or do I? Furry intro. I think. Part if I'm following, I'm following along at home. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Let's try to. Let's just keep saying it every episode, like we do all of our other jokes, because I think it'll, yeah. it'll just get funnier as we go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Randy Pitchford's a bad person. Allegedly. <laughs> Yeah. He gives me a Tom Softy. Um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, if you if you like survival games or you like sci-fi games, you're looking for just kind of a short experience, you're stuck at home with all the coronavirus stuff. This is a this is a good diversion, fun game. Uh worth checking out. Um I think that's probably a, a wrap. Um Brooks. No. Uh, How many I mean, what would you give it? Oh, I'm it's it's a firm Tom Hardy for me. Ah, there it is. Good and firm. Good and firm. A reliable. It's a morning Tom Hardy. Um, <laughs> okay. Bricks, what, what about you? Well, I mean, yeah, I'd say solid like seven out of ten, maybe eight out of ten. Okay. <laughs> right on. We're using the Tom Hardy scale. Um, yeah, seven out. Of, yeah, I it would be. I would be. Seven, so uh, one through, you know, five being a Tom Softy. Okay. 5.1 through 10 being a Tom Hardy, so I'm a seven. I'm a seven out of 10. Okay. So it's <laughs> like, like things are getting kind of hot and heavy with the ladies. Is that an inches? You also drink a lot. <laughs> ah, I liked it. It was cool. <laughs> I'm going to finish it. <laughs> If I don't go drink a jug of pine salt first. Well, why don't we end this episode as we end every episode. Brooks, why don't you tell the good folks at home what's in the box this week? It's a whole bunch of fabric and sequins and threads and needles, Josh. And it's got an address on it for you because you're going to sew me a costume that represents who I am inside. Because I've already bought two. Porter Wagner, the country music legend. (laughs) No, I'm a bear and an eagle at the same time. Where did the sequins come in? I mean, it doesn't have to be like like exact representation, Josh. God damn it, of an eagle or a bear. It's just like it could be like you know jazzed up a little bit. Sequins. Do not resemble fur wings, or feathers. Yeah, but it could be like mainly like maybe the chest is like where the fur comes into the feathers, and then like in the middle there's like a, you know like a sequin lightning bolt or something. I think this is more about an identity thing than a realistic thing. I think that you're not the person to comment on that, Kyle. That is between <laughs> me and my therapist. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> How do you think we'd be able to do like? Is your therapist an otter? Is that where you're getting real uh, angry about this situation? Box on, gamers. Huh. I feel like I should probably mention whenever I mentioned pickles, pickles to my mom, she was oh. talking about the March of Dimes. <laughs> and oh no! The polio vaccine. Uh, and, why didn't you bring this oh, up earlier? Well, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. It seemed irrelevant, and then the longer I thought about it, I was like, that may be the most relevant thing I've ever said. Yeah. But, well, you know, I'll shoehorn it, or at least for you boys. Uh, she was talking about March of Dimes, like, hey, I have a better idea. 
up the. <laughs> oh no! I thought you were just making that up. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. So, Hunter, would you like to volunteer the auction oh. dimes this year? No, mom, actually, uh, you heard about my boys' all male strip club and gourmet pickle bar idea? He's looking for wall. startups. You could get your name on the wall, ma. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> uh, she was unimpressed, but I still really enjoyed it. Oh goodness! Box on gamers. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy, Don Comer. <laughs>